Once again, to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast, I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. This, my friends, is the second installment of the series, The Psychology of Film by a Prop Maker's Son. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about a work called Baraka. I remember roughly a hundred years ago, a friend of mine and I uh, went to the New Art Theater on Santa Monica Boulevard in LA and we saw a movie. I didn't even know what we were going to go see. It was the other person's idea. And I saw a movie that was not your typical movie. It, It was filmed in dozens of countries. It had no dialogue or specific narrative. It was sometimes dark sometimes glorious and just a fascinating watch especially on the big screen again this film baraka was something else the tagline for the movie was a world beyond words and the year was 1992. now here's the thing about this film it doesn't tell you how to think but it gives you things to think about. When you begin the film, for example, you see a monkey in a hot spring in the snow. may sound silly, but it's very introspective. The camera just lingers on the animal's face, how it looks contemplative. At some point, as you're looking at this, it almost becomes otherworldly. And then the adventure really begins. You go all over the world. You see how different religions are all extremely similar. You see how man's inhumanity to man is all very similar. And what's hard about trying to do this episode is that anything I could tell you about this film, my thoughts are simply my interpretation of the movie. Yours may be completely different. There are no rules with this this picture. Here's one example. There's a scene which shows baby chicks on a conveyor belt. Then you see footage of turnstiles crowded with busy people in packs during a workday. Now, to me, it's mesmerizing footage when shown one right after the other, and I'm I'm kind of assuming that was the point. The reason being is because it's two completely different things, but the feeling you get from both are completely the same. By the way, this is available on YouTube for free. So if you did want to watch it, it's there. At least it was at the time of this recording. But in a scene like the one I just described, 
That's just how I saw the footage. Remember, Baraka is a documentary film that doesn't tell you what it's about. But what it does do is it explores themes shot in 24 different countries on six continents, and it was shot over a 14-month period, and it puts them all together in a way that just seems so logical. Now, I'm going to warn you, some of it is hard to watch, though it's never graphic, really, in any way. Uh, for example, they show various concentration camps that no longer are functional. But you see them still there. And you see pictures of many who died there. And just like with the more positive themes in the movie, it shows how tragedies like this were not just in one place, but in different places on this earth. People were horrible to people in more than one place. I mean, it really seems to show us that we're all different, but not that different. A couple of other examples. There's a shot of an elaborate tattoo on a Japanese Yakuza, and that's preceded by a view of a tribal paint. And it's just so similar. Or what about this? There's locations like a church in Jerusalem, a temple in Kyoto, tribal celebrations in Kenya, and chanting monks in a monastery. And seen back to back to back to back, they're all just so extremely similar. In fact, if skin color and garb were the same, a lot of this would be indistinguishable, as these all seem to be interchangeable religious practices. But they're all different. NYU on their website had a piece called People Look Alike if we think they have similar personalities. Note what it said. It said, our findings show that the perception of facial identity is driven not only by facial features, such as the eyes or the chin, but also distorted by the social knowledge we have learned about others, biasing it toward alternative identities, despite the fact that those identities lack any physical resemblance. In other words, we just push groups of people together in categories. Um, WSU takes it further on their website. Their site noted that traits can be organized essentially into three categories. Cardinal traits, central traits, and secondary traits. Now, a cardinal trait, according to the article, is one that dominates your entire personality and hence your life. Like Ebenezer Scrooge is greedy. Mother Teresa has a, a personality that has a lot of altruism in it. That's a cardinal trait. Now, secondary traits are those that are not quite as obvious or as consistent as central traits. Um, they're present under specific circumstances. They include your preferences and your attitudes. For example, one person gets angry when somebody tries to tickle them and another person laughs, right? Another can only sleep on the left side of the bed. Another always orders her salad dressing on the side. These are central, exactly, these are actually secondary traits. So then what is a central trait? Well, central traits are those that 
seem to make up our personalities. If we're loyal or kind or agreeable or friendly or sneaky or wild or grouchy. So we have those cardinal traits that are basically us in a nutshell, the secondary traits, which are our preferences and the central traits, which are our basic personalities. But we often have a tendency to just pigeonhole entire cultures into trait categories and resemblances. And what's so interesting about this movie is that it essentially shows all the similarities, not excluding even the opening shot of the monkey. How so? A lot of humanity is doing the exact same thing. Much of humanity is ultimately just simply existing. You start to question, what are we doing? What am I doing? Why am I doing it? This film gave me these feelings. It's a watch that encourages and takes introspection. If you're looking for car chases and explosions, this is not your movie. But in the end, I'm sure it will leave you wondering and it will definitely leave you thinking. If you would like that from a film, check out Baraka, especially if you can find an obscure showing somewhere on the big screen. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to shadow our overall theme. This time around, we have for you the Refresher Podcast Baraka playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast Baraka. Here's our 10 songs. Track number one is by Jay Dilla. It's called People. Number two, Brian Eno with Sky Saw. Number three is a band that they used on the soundtrack of this movie, Dead Can Dance. And this particular song here is called Enigma of the Absolute. Number four is Big Audio Dynamite with The Globe. Number five is some reggae, Prince Douglas with Tribesman Dub. Number six, the B-52s with Rome. Number seven, Babel with Take Me Away. Number eight, we have Tom Petty with his song, A Face in the Crowd. Number nine, Big Country with Belief in the Small Man. And number 10, Thomas Dolby with The Flat Earth. That is our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Baraka. Hey, did you know that plants improve the air around you and they actually can improve your mood? Well, Leafy is the world's first ever patented self-watering plant container. Check out their awesome website at www.leafy.com. That is L-E-A-F-V-E dot com. Check out some of the videos on the site. It really explains their, their, their purpose, and it's really great. Also, check out our friends at DesignCraft. They are at the forefront of the millwork industry, constantly innovating to meet custom needs. You can check out examples of their unbelievable work at designcraft.com which is D-E-Z-I-G-N-K-R-A-F-T.com. 
We always like to mention that this show simply would not exist without you. Yeah, I started it, but you're finishing it. You're contributing to it, and your support is immense, and it's appreciated. If you could all do me a favor and please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends, that would be so great. If you have social media and you wanted to put it on your social media, that would be huge. Also, if you'd like to help this podcast stay up and running, you can make a small monthly contribution just by seeing the support this podcast link under the episode description. We also have our website. And on our website, you can look at some books that I've written, as well as celebrity interviewing that I've done. And you can find some t-shirts and merchandise for Refresher. It's at refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. That is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late. And it was written by my friend, Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor. And remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.